I'm Life Blood. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Candy Valentino. Candy, are you ready to do this? George, thanks so much for having me. Yes. All right. Excited to have you on. Let's go. Candy is an entrepreneur. She's been named top business leader, a top woman in business, a leader who gets results, and a woman of influence. She's the author of Wealth Habits, Six Ordinary Steps to Achieve Extraordinary Financial Freedom. And she's the founder of the Founders Organization. Candy, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, why you do what you do. Yeah, well, I've been building businesses for longer than I haven't. <laughs> I've been started my first company before I could legally order a drink. So I have been building businesses and investing in real estate, generating wealth for almost 25 years. Um, hard to believe. So now I basically just have taken all that information and I do my best to teach it to other entrepreneurs, other people that want to build wealth. Because, you know, like some people that are doing it, they have a lot of degrees and maybe they were really smart or they had rich parents. You know, I have no college education. I just have a high school diploma. I basically just had a SBA loan with a six-week run rate to figure out how to build a business. Um, my parents were both blue collar. And I just believe that wealth and success is here for anyone, regardless of your circumstance, regardless of the family you came from or the le level of education you have. And so that's what I'm really passionate about is helping people achieve that next level of success and wealth in their life and their business. And also to set up a life of contribution, um, because I think that's why we're all here. So that's kind of like the end of it all. I love it. I'm fond of, of, of saying that financial success, success is available to everyone. Yes. But it's not it's certainly not guaranteed to everyone. And when you look across large numbers of people, the statistics, uh, a lot of people aren't finding it. Why yeah. do you think that that is? Why are people struggling with, 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 with money? Well, I think it all starts with understanding every single thing that we talk about, the way we view money, the way we perceive people with money has all either been caught or taught by someone else's beliefs and not our own. These aren't things that we learn about in school. They're not things that we're, you know, taught specifics about. We're either caught or taught these lessons throughout our life. So if someone listening hasn't actually done the work to evaluate what they're, what they actually think about money, then we can give all the strategies and all the how to's, but we're going to be swimming upstream together. So the very first step is really taking that minute to look at. Is there something that you're dragging into your 40s or your 50s that you heard when you were seven or eight? And it's actually what's keeping you broke or just keeping you from that next level of life. So, you know, I'm not the person that sits like, you know, sit on your couch and think I'll be rich, I'll be rich and you'll be rich. Like, you know, think and get rich is only going to get you so far. You have to do to be wealthy. And a lot of times people don't allow their actions to align with their goals. And that's not a very popular thing to say, but it's the truth. You know, building wealth, building a successful business comes down to decisions and discipline. And not everybody wants that. They want the magic bullet, the get rich quick. And really building wealth and having success is playing the long game. It's doing little things consistently over time that give you the extraordinary results. A lot of really good stuff there. A lot of good stuff. You're caught or taught it by other people. What are you dragging with you into the next stage of life, 40s, 50s, or 60s? And it's oftentimes a lot. And if we've not done the work, then it's sort of a waste of time for us to be talking about habits and tactics or, or strategy. Right. And our actions don't necessarily align with our goals. You mentioned that that wasn't a popular thing. Um, yeah. and, and, and maybe <laughs> and shame on society that that is sort of not a popular thing. 
Uh, because if we're not able to take a hard look at ourselves and to call ourselves out on our BS, well, then I don't think that we're probably going to be successful anyway. Absolutely. And that's what I found is like, even coming from my last exit, I exited my last company in 2019 and then came into this world, you know, talking about business and wealth where I didn't realize there were a lot of people talking about business and wealth that are just in their first few years of doing it. So that was a shock (laughs) to me, but I realized that there's a lot of BS that we hear that is not just, you know, preventing people from going to the next level, but it's, it's cost them a lot of time, a lot of money, you know, misinformation is really expensive because it costs us our focus time that we can't get back. And so I think it's really essential. The very first thing is to identify what sort of those BS beliefs that you may have that could be preventing you from having that next level of wealth or that next level of success in your business. And then from there, it's doing the actions, right? It's doing the tactics. It's, you know, you can't just fix the belief and then not actually invest or, you know, have a bunch of bad debt or overspend, right? There's there's actionable things that we have to do that are going to compound any sort of belief or thoughts that we have once we get those right. How do I... So I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, people who are listening are like, well, how do I know if I have limiting beliefs about money or negative beliefs about money? So how, how, how do people know? Yeah. Well, I actually have a quiz inside of the book, which I know we didn't talk about, but I did write a book. It's a very actionable book. Um, It's more of a playbook. And there's a quiz inside that has like 25 examples of crap that we've typically heard, you know, where like, oh, you know, that person's only going to be rich. You're going to be where you are, or money's the root of all evil, or God doesn't want you to have money, or people are greedy with money, or I'm not good with money. It's just not something that I'll ever have. Like, all of those thoughts become programming in our mind. That programming then dictates our actions. And then it could be the very thing that's preventing us from taking that next step. So those are some of the things that you want to ask yourself if you believe some of those things. Oftentimes people think that wealth isn't for them, that maybe they made some mistakes in life and that they're not where they want to be. And they carry a lot of shame and guilt. And so I would just offer if there is someone listening that feels when they even hear the topic of money that it makes them feel uneasy or gives them anxiety or makes them feel less than in some way, there's your indication you need to start doing some work. Because what got you to this place, even if you're not where you want to be financially, if you have a bunch of debt, if you have made bad decisions, if you have had foreclosures in your past, like what got you here if you continue to carry that with you, you're never going to get out of that same space. You got to be able to drop the shame, the guilt, the anxiety, and just attack it for what it is. It's a very logical, methodical thing, building wealth. And we tend to take our emotions into it, but our feelings are not facts. The facts are that wealth is available to everyone, depending on, it doesn't matter what your background is. It is available, but it's up to you to do the work, just like anything else, right? We can all have a great body and do wonderful in the gym, but if we don't actually show up to the gym and do the work, it's never going to happen. Building wealth and having a successful business is the same. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. We are, and, and I know that I personally had to 
it was like, why, why am I struggling with money? Why do I avoid a lot of these financial things? And uh, I was able to trace it back to when I was like five years old and experiences with, with, with my family. So we have to do that yeah. because it, it is like an anchor that's sort of keeping us stuck and, and, and holding us um, from getting the things that we want. Once we're able to do that, um, how do you think about goal setting and, 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 and creating a compelling vision for, for, for the future? Well, plans are everything, right? It's, it's kind of like not having a plan of every single step, but you got to have the destination. It's like, you can't get in the car and just start driving and have no idea where you're going. But also on the same side, if you had every single turn by turn step of exactly what you were going to do to drive the next 20 minutes, it would be so overwhelming that most people wouldn't even want to start. So it's always good to have the vision of what you want your life to look like. And also, to remember that when you have that vision, oftentimes people see like, oh, I really would love this house or I would love just freedom. Like most people think they want money. But what they're actually after is freedom and fulfillment. You know, they they go for the, the cheap hit of the dopamine of driving the car or buying the watch or doing the thing. But really what they're actually after is that's such a short, short thing. The dopamine goes away really quick, you know, and the more money you have, the more things you buy, the shorter that dopamine hit actually is. What people are actually after is freedom, impact, being able to do what you want, when you want, as often as you want with whoever you want. Like that's true financial independence. And so I think that, you know, rather than focusing on these quick things, it's like, let's focus on what you truly want your life to look like and know that there is proof everywhere. Yes, there is proof that maybe every single person in your family never amounted to anything, but there's also proof of people that you hear from or meet or never even meet that you hear about that have also accomplished so many things in their life and maybe had a rougher childhood or a more difficult experience in their life than you. So there's always proof of whatever it is that we want to accomplish. It's all what we focus on. And then it's really just reverse engineering that like, when I was 19, starting my first business, I was like, I want to do this for 20 years and I want to retire. Now, I, I did that. I didn't retire, but I did make work optional. Work is totally optional um, and has been since I was 39. Some people don't go in with that intentionality. So they end up starting a business or working somewhere and they end up, instead of building a business, they create a job for themselves, something that they have to show up to every day, something that they have to trade time for money. And there's no freedom in that. So I think it's about being really intentional about what it is you want to build and what it is you want your life to look like so that you don't wake up when you're 40, 60 or 80 and realized, oh my gosh, I just did this for 50 years, 60 years, and I totally missed the mark. I think the more intentional we are about what we want and knowing that it's possible, then we can build and craft our life however we decide. Yeah, I love it. I think it's it's really important um, what you've been talking about is sort of showing us or giving ourselves proof that the thing or the things that you want or whatever that is, is actually possible by identifying some other human being that has or is doing something similar or exactly what what you want. Do you need to actually know those, know those people and have a personal relationship? 
Not at all. No. I mean, you know, I always say that like it myself, like I didn't do anything special. I didn't do anything unique. I didn't charter a rover to Pluto or, you know, like innovate some crazy thing. Like these are all very normal, ordinary, and quite honestly, boring things of what actually it takes to be successful. So in in my little small town of less than 2000 people, I didn't know anybody that was really, really wealthy. But when I was 15, I was finally interacted with somebody through an infomercial because the internet didn't exist back then. So anyone that's doing the math, <laughs> um, that was a really long time ago. But, you know, we had infomercials and I would hear about people or I would meet someone and I'd be like, well, if they did it, like rather than asking the question, who am I to do that? What if you just flipped the question? And say, if they didn't, why can't I? It's kind of like, if you want to build a multi-million dollar business, as opposed to saying like, well, who am I to build a million multi-million dollar company? Well, if you can look on the internet and find hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that have built multi-million dollar companies or multi-million dollar net worths, why not you? Like, why not you? And rather than take all the crap that your brain will spit out in that moment, just ask yourself, what if? Like, what would I do if success was guaranteed? I think we oftentimes look at from, you know, we have these ancient old brains that are just always trying to keep us safe. They're not trying to keep us happy or successful. But if we ask it the right questions, we're going to get a completely different result in our life. So I think rather than seeing all the things that, you know, people have or what we want, like really define, like, what would this look like? How could I do this? How would I make it easier? And really ask yourself the right questions and it'll be amazed with what you're able to accomplish and figure out how to do, even if it's beyond your current level of intelligence or experience. I love it. Our brains are fantastic, but... They are. They, we just uh, don't they... use them enough. <laughs> yeah. We consume, and, you know, all this social media and all these distractions and our attention is so valuable it's so valuable. And so I just, I, I challenge anyone that's listening, like take the next 30 days and instead of consuming more content, instead of consuming more information, what would you create? Like, what would you create in 30 days? Because when we're always consuming, we have no space to open up, to create something new, a new thought, to be able to even dive in with side of us and ask like, what would I do these next 30 days? It, it will radically shift your life to anybody that actually does it and challenges themselves to, to hold themselves accountable. Again, actions got to line up with the goals. Yeah. So when you say create, that can be writing, it can be singing, it can be making videos. Investing. Yeah. It could be investing. It could be a business. It could be a new, a stream of income, which I talk about all through the book is like how to create multiple streams of income so that regardless of whatever's happening in the country's economy, you have your personal economy locked in because let's be real. Anything that happens in the next quarter of the year, there is nothing that happens in the country's economy that will ever matter more than what happens in your own personal economy and in your own personal mind, your, your mindset, your focus. So this, you know, creating could be a whole new revenue stream. It could be a way to earn more money. It could be a way to save more money. Um, it could be a way to invest into something new that you didn't even, you know, know existed yet. It could be a way to, to, to create and just, you know, write if that's your outlet. But I think that people are capable of so much more than they give themselves credit for, but you got to get rid of the distractions and the noise in order for that to come out. 
Yeah. Work in service of you instead of just giving away your attention and your energy to things that aren't serving you at all. It's just sort of numbing you. Yeah. Stop scrolling through social media, Candy. <laughs> all right. I, I think that that's I think that that's incredible advice. Thirty days isn't so hard, is it? It isn't. Maybe, I've done it. Maybe long. insurmountable for people. It is, but just like everything else in life, if you can't stop a behavior and create a new habit, you aren't controlling your time. Your time is controlling you. It is controlling you. This device is controlling you. I see it in entrepreneurs with, I call it destination addiction. It's like they're always addicted to the next thing, the next tactic, the next level, the next goal, as opposed to really getting intentional about what they want to create. And you can't create in chaos. You can't think and plan in chaos. You can't create vision where you, when you have so much things coming, so many things coming at you. So I think it's really important, especially just as we're coming into the, you know, this new year and everything that's going on in, in the world, take some time and actually decide what type of life you want to create so that you're not years down the road realizing that you either build a cage for yourself or a life that you don't love. Success, wealth is here for everyone and it's here for anyone that's listening as well. I love it. Super powerful and true and simple, uh, but so hard for us to actually do that. And I don't know why it took me until I was like 35 years old to actually write down goals. I forever knew the value of of writing down goals. I just never did it. It's such a such a human thing to do. And I think so many other people are are just like me. And it's 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 what you've been talking about. It's like if we don't have an, any idea or we don't know what we want our life to look like, well, you know, it's just a crapshoot. It's just gonna you know the tail's gonna wag the dog. Right. Yeah. And if anyone's thinking like, oh, I'm not where I want to be right now. Like, when is the last time you sat down and decided, like literally decided no more. This is not what I wanted my life to look like. This is not what I want my net worth to look like. This is not what I want my business to feel like. Like we so often back ourselves into a cage and put ourselves in these golden handcuffs. But yet all along, we've had the key. Like not only did we put ourselves there by our actions and our choices, and most people will then beat themselves up for that perpetually. But the thing is, you just get to choose again. We, we can't control any of those decisions or things that got you into that place, but you do get to control what decision is next. And that's where I believe like truly our life power comes from is knowing that we have a choice, like regardless of what you've experienced, what you've been through that got you to this place, we get to we get to choose and make that next choice and i think that that's really understanding that we have held the power all along that we do get to decide is is really where it's just the sky's the limit for anybody that that wants it i think it's exciting i think it's super powerful and it's it's right there at our fingertips so well candy thank you so much for coming on where can people learn more about you how can they engage with you where can they get a copy of wealth habits six ordinary steps to achieve extraordinary financial freedom and whatever else you've got going on. 
Yeah. So the book is Amazon, anywhere books are sold. Um, find out more about, you know, me and the book at candyvalentino.com. And I'm most active on Instagram and TikTok at Candy Valentino. So all the places. Um, but you know what? I think money is a, a, a difficult topic for a lot of people to talk about. And I just want to elevate the conversation about wealth and business and make people understand that it's not complicated. And it's not anything that's even that like shiny or hard. It's a lot of boring, ordinary things that anyone can do if you're willing to do the work. So I appreciate you having me on, George. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a pleasure. If you enjoyed this much as I did, show Candy your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to candyvalentino.com, C-A-N-D-Y-V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-O.com. Pick up a copy of Wealth Habits, Six Ordinary Steps to Achieve Extraordinary Financial Freedom wherever you buy your books. And find her on Instagram and TikTok as well. I'll link all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Candy. Thank you. And until next time, remember... Do your part by doing your best.